are now listening to Love Life After Podcast, where we talk about love, life, and whatever happened after any obstacles you are or went through in your life. And I am your host, Christelle, bringing you some of the latest news and what happened afterwards. So let's get started. Uh, baby, you're my coat, 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 coat. Uh, she got me feeling like a dope Uh. I'm addicted to a black queen, a black queen, baby, you're my coat, 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 uh, she got me feeling like a dope fiend, uh, I'm addicted to a black queen, a black queen. Welcome back to Love Life After, I am Christelle, and today we're going to celebrate love and loving black people, but on today's episode, I have with me my husband, my siblings, and their significant other, so I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves so y'all can get to know them. Hey, how you doing? My name's Fafa. Hey, I'm Carmela. Hello, everyone. It's Crystal. What's up, y'all? It's Keith. Keith Sharif. What's going on, guys? I'm Emery, aka the Emperor. Okay. All right. So... That's my family, and we are going to, like, dive in. So, you know, on Love Life After, we talk about love, life, and whatever happened, any obstacle you are went through or going through. So, I'm going to start off just by asking them a quick question about, you know, about their love and what it is that they've been loving lately, like with self-love, self-care, um, and then we're going to go uh, into it. All right, so what does everybody do for self-love? Like, what's one thing that, or one, or whatever that it is that you do for your self-love? What's up, y'all? It's Keith. So, <laughs> some things that I do, specifically, like, um, I noticed that over the years, like, I, I never really kind of paid attention to ensuring that I was healthy and doing things that I need to do to be healthy. So, like, I ensure that I get more sleep. Um, I kind of focus more, like, on my days off. Usually, my mind is running a million, million miles a minute. When I'm always constantly doing things, so now on my days off, I try to focus more on just relaxing and doing things with my kids um, to kind of just kind of relax, though. Not necessarily having an itinerary every single day, because that's how I used to be. Every single day, every day of my week is planned. When I'm off work, I'm at work, everything is kind of planned. So now I kind of, on my days when I don't have to go to work, I'm focusing more on just kind of like not making plans and just doing things on the way for me. Um... I got a little task every day where I'm writing every day, so I do write every day, which is helping me a lot. Um, I write for uh, myself and kind of write down my thoughts and things like that, and then I kind of turn it into music and stuff like that. So that's my self-love, just kind of focusing on myself and doing things that I like to do. Okay, but who wants to go next? Who wants to share about their self-love? Okay, okay, okay. I'm Emery, the emperor. And, um, <laughs> you know, before, like like Keith was saying, um, I haven't focused on self-love like that. Mm. I always used to think of other people before myself. I always used to feel guilty for, you know, always giving it, um, like, always feeling guilty for, like, putting myself first because I always feel like that's selfish. But now, lately, you know, just seeing different changes in the world, changes in my life in certain moments and certain memories that I didn't keep and keep sacred, 
you know, it started to help me realize, like, I'm missing out on the present. I'm missing mm. out on life, and time is flying by. You start to see, you know, your nieces and nephews and kids and family members get older, and you start to look back and be like, dang, I wish I would have went to that party, or dang, I wish I would have went to that game, or dang, mm. I would have wished to that birthday celebration, just, just to enjoy the moment, even if it's for a couple hours. Mm. So what I started to do, was I started reading at first. Reading was my thing, and then I didn't have enough time to read, so I started listening to audiobooks. Besides audiobooks, then I started getting to other stuff like working out. Working out sometimes get a little strenuous because your body be tired. Mm. So I moved to like listening to music or writing music and singing, and then I kind of moved to like um, maybe I'll just take some quiet time, meditation. I might maybe light a cigar, you know, take a couple, you know, a sip of something, and just kind of relax write my thoughts down, my ideas. That's how I kind of get inspired and think of creative ideas so I can start thinking of how to expand my business or expand the legacy and create the future and manifest the future that I, of what I want. So for my mm -hmm. family and the people that I care about in my inner circle. So that's what I normally decide to do and try to eat right. And if I can't travel, travel is the number one thing. I would Amen. love to be on the beach and just sipping a mojito or, you know, just listening to the water and just having God and, you know, my different deities just talk to me and just inspire me to just keep pushing forward because, you know, life is pressure, you know, to put, apply some pressure on you. So that's one of the things. And that's it. That was good, Em. I like that. See, when people think about self-love, they don't think about all of that. Like what Keith said and what Em said. Like people just think, oh, self-love, going to get my nails done or, you know, and a lot of men, they don't think about, you know, I don't think y'all think about, do y'all used to think about stuff like that? Like you no. were saying, you just, you have a routine where you go, 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 but not really focus on taking care of you. So that's something I feel like is very important for, you know, men to do as well. And yeah, when you asked that question, like, I really, like, went into my head. I really just started thinking and thinking and thinking. And I never really thought about this, about, like, you know, really having self-love. Self I never really thought about it until you asked that question. Mm -hmm. And, like, right now, like, I'm going back into my head, like, what do I really do for myself for self-love? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the way you explained it, Keith, like, I'm over here thinking, like, that's how I used to be, too. Like, just go, 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 go. I get up in the morning, I just go, go, go. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't really think about it until now y'all asking that question. So, like, I'm going to really think about it going forward. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? What I, what do I do for myself? What do I do mm -hmm. to love myself? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, I'm going to really think about it. Okay. So, yeah, so your task this year is for you to find something to do that you love for you. Definitely, definitely. Oh, you want to go ahead and share your self-love? Self -love. Um, it's Carmela. So I think when I think of self-love, I kind of just try to, like, I feel like I work, work, work all the time. And when I have, like, a moment to kind of just focus on me, I just like to relax, tell you the truth. Like, I want to sit back and watch a movie. I like reading books. If I can read a book, like, I used to read books all the time, but now I'll, I'll have, like, a moment to read a book. I like to, I mean, I know we say like nails, getting your nails and stuff done is not a thing, but I like to go get it my nails done. It is a thing. Yeah, but, or like go get a massage because you know, mm -hmm. we get so stressed out over time that it's good to take care of our body, get massages, mm -hmm. get our nails done, get a facial every now and then. So I think that's like my type of self-love or really I, I'm so into hanging out with people that I care about. Like when I'm with my fiance or my family or my nieces and nephew, that's that makes me happy. So that's like a self-love thing for me because being around family makes me happy. Mm -hmm. 
same. Yeah, I, I love being around. That's one of the things that I love. Like, y'all know me. I'm, like, all about families and friends and making sure that people around me um, are happy and healthy. And that's, you know, part of the reason why I like to enjoy my love. Yo, you know what? Chris, I know she loves trap music. So <laughs> she does. She loves her trap. And I'm not going to put her on the spot, but like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. She really doesn't have a lot of time to herself. Um, but between the time we're taking care of Shiloh and, Their you know, one-year-old baby. Yep, yep. Which we love so much, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, she really doesn't have much time. But when I do get home, I notice, like, she may be taking, like, an hour and a half, <laughs> maybe two hour showers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't bad because I feel like, you know, that's, that, that's, that's the time she has for herself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I ain't going to put her on the spot. But, like, I feel like, you know, that's the time she has to herself. And, you know, just to relax and not worry about Shiloh. She knows that I can take care of her, so she's not worrying about her. So, listen to her yeah. podcast and exactly. the shower. Exactly. She doesn't listen to those. See, you be telling yeah. me that. So that's yourself. That's what you do that's for yourself, not. love. You go get your nails done. Every now and Every then. Every now and again. Uh-huh. <laughs> not consistently, but yes. You can online shop. Amazon. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> Y'all get Amazon Man, I get home. like every week. Every yeah, day. I get home every day. Sometimes sometimes I see the Amazon man. I'm like, yo, I'm about, I'm about to fight this man right here, man. I swear. I swear it's like, and they come like consecutively. Like one will come, yeah. another hour, another one will come. I'm like, yo, can't y'all all just get everything together and give it to one man and have him deliver it? And it don't be females delivering these things. It be all men. So what, you jealous? No, it ain't about jealousy. But you know, I feel like that's a that's another man right there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, uh-huh. I mean, you do know they just dropping it off at the door. Yeah, I know. But she gets happy when she gets them back. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I guess that's part of her self love. Mm-hmm. Getting her packages. Oh, which is fine. Which is fine. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Last. Okay. So I'm glad. Thank you. So Papa, you're gonna try to find you something to do this year for yourself. And Crystal's gonna find other than shopping more things for her to do yes. for herself. Okay. <laughs> So, and since we say we're going to talk about love, relationship, so let's go ahead. Okay, so if you, I, like I say, I don't really have a lot of questions planned, but off the top of my head right now, um, with love, like what, okay, so what do y'all think of when you think about love in a relationship? Like, what does love mean to you in a relationship? Or how do you show your significant other love in a relationship? Kind of like your love language? Kind of, sort of, but not real. No, not your love, because that's a different question. Um, By appreciating her, um, ensuring that we're in a stable home, our kids are taken care of, she's taken care of. Um, Again, like, so what I was saying about my, my self-love, I was talking about um, things for myself that I noticed, like, I'm doing now for myself. But as far as my wife and my family and my children, that's always my mindset. So my mindset is always ensuring that they're happy. And I think that's the, the biggest thing about showing someone love is, like, putting them first. 
and, and showing them that you're willing to sacrifice for them um, and that there's no limit to that sacrifice. And that's something that I feel like I, I do with um, my wife, my kids, and my family. Um, but it's natural. It's just something that you just naturally do because you want to do it, because you want to make sure that person is happy, because it makes you happy to know that they're happy, if that makes sense. So. And one thing I really haven't really, like, been thinking about lately up until, like, maybe a couple of months ago, um, is basically, like, not being comfortable. Um, not being comfortable in the space you are, because always want more. You got to always want more, no matter what. I don't care if you have millions and millions of dollars, like, you got to want more because when you get comfortable, that's when you start losing everything. And like up until a couple of months ago, like I just been thinking like we're in a house. I want a bigger house. <laughs> and I know when we get into that bigger house, I'm going to want something bigger. And like that's how you got always got to have your mindset. You always got to want something bigger because when you have something bigger, you're always, always and always going to want something bigger, which is great. It's good. But when um, when is it like enough? When do you feel like it's you enough? Sh- you should never feel like it's enough. I feel like you should never feel like mm. it's enough because you if, should always strive for better. But what about in your relationship? Like, okay, this is in a house. Like, where is it in your relationship where you feel like, okay, I'm I'm happy now. I'm content. Well, not content, but like I'm just happy. I'm happy when my girl's happy, my daughter's happy. We're all happy together. That's when I'm happy. Can I jump in on that if y'all yes. mind? So the only thing, so I agree with Fafa, and I think that's that's like a natural thing as as well as a man. What do you agree? Um, Which I agree with him with saying like we always want more, mm-hmm. but um, with that something that I learned, having that mindset and that hustle and then always putting forward, we're sacrificing time, mm-hmm. and and that's something that I had to learn, man. Like. It's so much that I always wanted to achieve. You know, like you're saying, you always want more. You always want to move forward. You do. But you got to keep that mindset of that balance. You know what I mean? Like, you guys have a one-year-old, right? It's, it's so much that you're going to see and you're going to learn that the more and more that you put in that work forward and not that time that you're going to miss mm-hmm. on that time. So, like, always keep that in the same thing with your relationship. Like, I'm gonna jump into something. Alright, so like I my wife and I, we've been we've been married 14 years. And something that I noticed, like, when we were we got married very young, right? We were really young. Um, we were like 22, 21 when we got married. And we were both growing up and learning each other. But the thing is, like, I I used to I did music, I did I had other goals, I had business goals, I had ideas. Um, I had a lot going on and at the same time had to provide for my wife and my family. And I always had that mindset of is I got to get it. I got to get it. I got to get it. And I miss like valuable time with, with my wife. I miss valuable time with my kids. So I, one thing I would say is just learn like that balance. You know what I mean? Learn how to balance both sides because that's t- that time you can't get back. That money you can, you can find another way to do another flip. You find another way to get more money. But that time is gone. And that's something, not that I regret that, but that I learned from, that I'm going to teach my children and kind of instill in them. But that's something that I can't go back and get back. You know what I mean? Like, missing, I'm going to give a prime example. 
my my mindset of money was so bad that when my son was born, being born, I was in the um in the room on the phone with my job, giving them direction because I felt that if they failed, I couldn't get the bonus that I wanted. You know what I mean? So that like that was my mindset. Now I was young, I was twenty five, but at the same time. I look back like, dang, that is something that I know made my wife feel away, made me feel away, and something that I can't go back and change. So that's that's one thing I just want to say to you, Fah. Like, yes, you always gonna have that ambition. That ambition is great. It's perfect. We're gonna teach our kids that ambition, but also teach them how valuable it is to have that time and teach them how valuable it is to to remember the people and pre and Focus on those moments, like Emery was saying earlier, those moments that, that we could miss and never get back. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, that definitely makes sense, man, because it's crazy you say that because, like, I hate missing anything. Like, I really hate it. I hate missing anything with her, like, just even all the way down to dancing. Yeah, I really do. Like, and I'm glad you said that because I do hate I do hate missing all, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Cause I wake up in the morning, go to work, come home late, and I be I do be missing a lot. And I'm really glad you said that, cause you know I'm gonna take that to heart and definitely try to do better at that. I mean, one thing I can say though about you, Fa, and like something that I learned um, from you is you you do enjoy life, right? You enjoy the moments, and you you work hard, but at the same time. You have a, a mindset of entrepreneurship and kind of going to another level where you're going to be a boss where, yeah, when you get there, you will have that time because you're going to have everybody working for you. Right. <laughs> so yeah. you are going to get there. But I'm just saying in these moments, in these precious times right now, with Shiloh being so young, just kind of keep that in mind too. Right? Definitely, that I appreciate that for right. real. I kind of want to chime in on that, man. I love the conversation that y'all having because... You know, we don't have these type of conversations all the time. And I think one of the main things that kind of stood out for me is, like, I come across a lot of people that's trying to get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. They always want to keep going, keep going. And that is so remarkable. That's honorable. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all hustlers out here. So, you know, we got to get it from nothing. And we got to flip that shit. I mean, I'm sorry. We got to flip it, like, triple time. So, I mean, we can just keep going and keep going. But one thing that I've noticed is, like, I'm trying to make smarter moves now in life. I'm trying to figure out how things work and create it where it works on its own so I don't have to work as hard for it to give me a return back. Because I want to give, but I can't give back if I don't have nothing to give. And I mean, that comes with time, that comes with my energy, that comes with my health, that comes with anything that comes from me. So it's like... I. I've noticed that I got a lot to give, but I have to be more selective with that. I'm more selective with the vibrations of, like, the atmosphere I'm around, the people that I hang around all the time. Because if I'm thinking big and people are not thinking this, this, at the same way or at that same type of frequency, then I can't really, like, connect with that. And I honestly, like, you don't notice it immediately, but you notice it eventually where it's like, okay... You start to feel, you start to have those type of ideas and thoughts that everybody else has because they type of, they influence you indirectly. So mm -hmm. one of the biggest things I've started to notice recently is just like understanding how to maneuver in that area. 
like selecting who you hang around, who you, like the type of music you listen to, the type of videos or movies that you watch, the things that you read. Because if you're trying to expand, then it's like you gotta really like start listening to the people who have already expanded or at that platform or vibration of where you want to be. And you start to see the common line. Like it's something that you really have to do research on, but it's like vibrations and energies and mm-hmm. research. That stuff comes comes along, and that that deals with money. That deals with spirituality. That deals with your family, because everybody wants to live the good life. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Everybody wants to be rich. Everybody wants to have family time. Everybody wants to just work and get it. You know what I mean? And give back. But there's a certain way to do it, and there's a certain position that you have to put yourself in, and you have to be cognizant of that. And that's one of the things that I really try to focus on now. Is like, you know. I really want to be able to create things that knows how to work on its own, has its own two legs, where I can bring the wealth and pass it on to my children. Even if my children don't want to do anything, but just, you know, give back and give back to the community because I believe in karma. But, you know, it's like I want to instill those type of, those qualities and those habits in them to let them know, like, you don't have to break your back working 100 hours a week just to make a certain amount for you to be able to do something, it's like, use your brain now, you know, because we, we have, we, our bodies can only take so much, you know what I'm saying, our minds can only take so much, our relationships can only take so much, because there's so much time that you have in a day, everybody got 24 hours in a day, and I would, I would love to spend a full 24 hours with the woman I love every day, she's the girl of my dreams, so I just want to spend the rest of my life with her every day, all day. But at the same time, it's like I want to be able to create certain things where it's going to allow us to be able to live the type of life that we want to live together and be able to create that atmosphere and that synergy for our children as well. Every day, though, Em. Every day. Every Keep second. Every day. Every day. Every I'm second. Like, oh, don't you got somewhere to be? Yeah, she my sister, and I don't even want to spend an hour. <laughs> because <laughs> the love me and him have isn't the same as the love I have for you. It's different. Because we yeah, got in West Virginia. Oh, God. <laughs> that was. <laughs> but that was good, guys. That was That was really good. Thank you guys for sharing that. Um, I do, M says something about, um, you know, in order for him to give, he has to be in a certain place of his life. He has to be able to, to have it to give. And I feel like that comes from, yeah, what's your purpose? I mean, but yeah, I mean, to, to me it is because I want to be able to like help people. I want to be able to like give to people, but I have to be in a place where I'm able to do that in order for me to give to people. Exactly. Which goes back to, you know, wanting more than you have. That's what I'm saying. Like with what he said, like, which is like perfect because I was thinking about that and I was like, man, that's like true. And that's what I always like try to do and still in me and my kids. Any input? I feel like I like to take care of people and make sure that everyone is, you know, like, you know, everyone has, like, what they need, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be cooking for some, you know, cooking for my family, just taking care of my family in general. I'm sorry. So I feel like, um, like, for instance, the other day, like, he came through the house, he had a bouquet of flowers, Aww. you know, just for no reason. I wish that. my man would do he that. He does that quite what often. That? Thank That's you, That's so baby. sweet. Aww. Just a random acts of service <laughs> I enjoy. I appreciate knowing, like, for instance, even down to, hey, babe, I bought you a bottle of wine. I know you like this wine. Or, you know. Um, 
just taking care of me and yeah, and my and my and my child. Yeah, y'all's child, our child, our child. Yes, y'all stay tuned. You will hear that again. For real, y'all stay tuned. I feel like I'm just there for people. I show people I love them by being there when they need me. Like I'm always trying to be there for people, which sometimes affects my self love because I'm so focused on other people that it ends up affecting me. But like, I try to be there for my family when they need me. I try to be there for my man when he needs me. Yeah, that's how I show love. I like buying people stuff. Because oh, I like know. to shop. So I show love by buying people what they I feel like they need or want. And so you're telling me you want to buy people love. Oh, I don't want to buy your love. You can no, keep your love. It's just so that my brother sucks. But... <laughs> No, no, no. I'm not trying to say don't do it because I have a child now. Please buy my child stuff. <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah, it's like, it's a nice thing. It's, it's, it's amazing watching, like being the one sibling with no kids and being able to show y'all kids love. I appreciate that. Because, We're going like, to return the flavor. I mean, I Man. surely hope so because y'all will be You just don't know. <laughs> yeah, we save all the gifts so we can give them back to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Keith. <laughs> for real. Crystal Clear Services, LLC, offers various services for your home needs. Services include and are not limited to handyman services, fences, decks, HVAC, electrical, plumbing, painting, power washing, cleaning, roofing, siding, flooring, and all your home improvement needs. Make sure you visit HireCrystalClear.com and request a free quote today. Like, how do y'all feel about therapy? Like, personal therapy or relation relationship therapy? Like, do y'all feel... Because, you know, as a black community, they always feel like black men shouldn't have therapy or... Like, like you know, but what's y'all's input on that as black men? Since it's Black History Month, let's talk about that. I feel like as a black man, um, they look at us like we should always be strong. So we don't need no therapy, but like speaking from experience, not just myself, like I have a family member, which I won't say the name of, I feel like they need therapy. Um, not just because I don't know how to say it, not just because of what I'm, I'm seeing, but what they're going through, um, being around, being around like this family member, I feel like they need a lot more than I can do for them. And it's so much, it's only so much that I could do. Like I have a life, I have a family, I have a daughter, I have a girl, you know what I'm saying? I have, I have a whole family and I can't do too much for them. But what's the next option? It's therapy. Yeah. And it's crazy because like you're saying, like as black men, we feel like we don't need therapy. We really don't. We feel like we're the alpha male. We feel like, you know, we're the strongest of the bunch. Do you know what I'm saying? Are. I, and I feel like I feel like that too. But like going through this experience with my with this family member, I feel like therapy would help. 
Yeah. And sometimes you just, I don't feel like you need therapy just because you're going through something in life. It's kind of, I mean, it's probably nice for somebody just to kind of listen to you that doesn't have that connection, connection with you. They're kind of like the outsider and they're just kind of listening to you. They're unbiased opinion, right? And then they'll give you their opinion. Yeah. That's true. So, um, what about you, Em? Like, what do you, how do you feel about, um, therapy? Uh, for, for therapy, I guess it's situational. You know what I mean? Like, some people need it for certain extreme cases, and some people just don't. I think the way I, I think the way that I, um, think about certain things is kind of like, you just really got to be real with yourself, real with your emotions. You have to be emotionally intelligent enough to be able to say, okay, this is something that bothers me, and I'm going to speak up or not speak up and hold it in. I think one of my mentors told me, they said, you know, anger comes from suppressing your sadness for so long that when it finally bubbles up, it turns into anger. And when it's at that anger point, that's when you start destroying things. That's when things start getting poisonous. And that's when you start hurting people, especially the people that you love. So it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where be true to yourself. If it's something that bothers you, speak on it or be able to express yourself. And if you've already surrounded yourself with people that you trust and love, they will respect the fact of how you feel in order for you to be able to maneuver in those situations. But if not, then you know how to deal with that situationally. Now, when it comes to certain extreme situations where you have trauma in your life or you got certain childhood issues or you got uh, certain things that you're trying to work through that you really can't get advisement from from the people your inner circle then yeah go ahead and get some professional help you know what i mean because it's always good to be able to speak with somebody that be able to give you the the outside opinion unbiased opinion like y'all say but i mean it really comes down to your self-work you know it comes down to how do you deal with things how do you problem solve how do you deal with stress how do you deal with pressure how do you deal with anything that causes you to not be your true authentic self and that's one of the things that I'm really big on is being about your true, authentic self and what really makes you genuinely happy. Not that you're working to be happy or working to be happy in front of somebody else or somebody else or uh, trying to make everybody else happy around you. Like you really not being an imposter, but really being unique and authentic for yourself. So that's why I believe in therapy. So some people do need it more than others, but I mean, I guess it's situational for me, you know? Yeah. Um. I, y'all know I love therapy. Um, I there's <laughs> Keith, is, Keith is shaking yeah. his head. Yes, I remember um, you sent me a few of those numbers. <laughs> yes, okay, I, I have several, and I'm still in therapy now. Uh, I'm in therapy because it helped me. It helped me cope throughout the day. There's certain things that I I don't feel comfortable talking to my husband about, or you know, you guys about. So I feel more you know comfortable talking to my therapist about it because. I feel like I, they won't judge me. Not saying that y'all judge me or anything, but I just feel more comfortable talking to a therapy. Um, and it's been a while since, and I've been on this, you know, spiritual journey. We're healing, healing and stuff like that. So being going to therapy is like one of the best thing I feel like for me. Um, because of therapy, I feel like I'm at peace now with myself. Um, and in, in our relationship, um, and y'all know, so right now, Boy, like, we know. <laughs> so, um, and Keith and I, you know, we went to therapy together, um, and we're still actually in therapy. So, um, I, I love therapy. 
Um, I like. I think that therapy is. Um, it is necessary. Um, so I think too, it goes by like it's a part of like your your coming up and your the way you were brought up. Like especially if you haven't, if you don't have that outlet where you have somebody that's supportive that you can speak to about certain things. There's certain things that you do hold. I know as a again as a man, um, we we tend to hold a lot of things back and not really speak on things. Um, and because we, we fear the judgment, we fear the fact that, um, you know, I might be wrong and I don't want nobody to tell me I'm wrong kind of thing either. So like there are certain things that I feel like therapy helps with you being able to kind of like have that unbiased opinion on certain situations. Um, also with growing up in like, like where I'm from, it is frowned upon. It's very frowned upon. Um, and we, we kind of ignore mental health where I'm from. Like, we know this lady, like, let me give you an example. We know this lady, her name was Crazy Ann. We knew she was crazy. <laughs> right? Bro, you, you always got those stories, man. I know, I do. I do. I do. Because I really do. I really do. Like, Crazy Ann. Everybody know Crazy Ann was crazy. She needed help. We just laughed at her. Oh, that's the crazy lady. That's the crazy crackhead. <laughs> So Don't we just laughed at her, you know what I'm saying? But what if somebody would step up and say, hey, let's get her some help? Yeah. You know what I mean? That lady jumped off the roof. What? She jumped off the roof. She lived, though, which is crazy. Wow. She jumped off the roof. I think it was the crack that made her. Oh, live. my God. But anyway, another story. Sure. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, no, all jokes aside, though, y'all, like, when it comes to mental health, I think that um, as I was coming up, we didn't even know it, like, therapy existed. Like, we didn't know that was an option. We didn't know that I can possibly, like, you can possibly go and speak to somebody. We just was like, nah, suck it up and be a man or part of my French, you a bitch. Right? Mm-hmm. That's that's how, how I grew up, honestly, and I'm being serious. So, like, I try to, like, you know, teach my children, of course, um, that they could they could speak to us. They could speak to their aunts and their uncles and give them that, that um, open door so they understand that it's not... You're not weak for having emotions. You're not weak for wanting to express yourself. Um, and again, like from a therapy standpoint, yes, it is needed. It is like having that outlet because when you're holding these things in, kind of like to jump on what Emery was saying, yes, it turns into anger. It it, it enhances your fears. It it puts you in a in a bubble and in a kind of a trap. I think honestly, that's probably one of our most like as a black male. In America, that's probably one of our biggest, biggest um, opponents Flaws? or, yeah, right word, flaws, is that we don't really, um, we don't look at things that can help us mentally. We don't look at things that can kind of get us to a, another level because we feel like this is how it's supposed to be, if that makes sense. So, yes, it's very, very much needed. Um and therapy don't gotta be you going to an actual therapist. It's just somebody you could talk to. Talk to God. Pray on it. Sit down and just meditate and think on it yourself. But like, get it out is what I'm saying. What I mean by therapy, like having a way to get these things out so you can get past it, um, and just move forward. You know what I mean? Like, I think that um, again, like coming up and the way I was grown, I, I was raised. Like my sister raised me. Pretty much, but I was always able to talk to my sister. I was able to bring anything to her. You know what I mean? Shout out to Dawn. Yeah, shout out to Dawn. Yeah, you do. But seriously though, I was able to talk to her, and 
she was able to kind of give me that feedback back as well. You know what I mean? As my sister. But yeah, just having that, having that, um, and back to the original question, um, it is, it is needed. Um, and again, not necessarily just going to a therapist, but just having somebody in your corner that you can speak to or somebody that might be unbiased that can give you clear feedback. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's, that's wonderful. Keith. Like that's, that's something that, uh, I think a lot of guys go through, you know what I'm saying? And at the same time, I think one of the other biggest issues is the way I was brought up was like, it's non-emotion. Like my dad and my grandfather, they didn't have emotion. Like when I tell them I love them, they wouldn't say it back. But you knew they loved you, but they wouldn't say it back. And another another vulnerable thing for males is like being able to cry. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, crying in front of your woman might be, you know, kind of extra vulnerable. That might be the beta male type of thing because, you know, you, we all alpha males and stuff like that. But that's a spiritual release, you know what I mean? Sometimes you got to let that go. And sometimes you got to let go of your childhood trauma. Sometimes you got to let go of your the, the things that you've been through that you've been holding on for so long and stepping out of your comfort zone to be able to go to counseling to talk about those type of things. Or it's it's a blessing if you do have somebody that you can talk to and express yourself, you know, without any judgment or people, you know, saying, okay, I'm going to use that against you later on or, you know what I mean, or using that in a way that's going to hurt you in the long run. But, like, being able to be able to get it out because that's, that's the part of life. That's the circle of life is being able to, like, grow. So if in order for you to grow, you got to let go of the toxins, the poisons, the things that's going to stop you from growing. And, and that's spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, and all those things. So we, we're talking about, you know, physical health. You want to eat right and be in shape and all that stuff. It's the same thing with your mind. You know, you got to be able to help your mind to grow as well and expand. And that's even being emotionally intelligent where it's like, okay, I'm sad today. Why am I sad today? You got to identify that. And you got to understand Who's around, like who's around me first? That's in, like imparting that in me, and then secondly, you gotta be like, what am I allowing into my energy to that's causing me to feel depressed today, or causing me to feel angry, sad, mad, or whatever the case may be. Now, if it's it triggering your own personal insecurities, then you gotta deal with that. Sometimes you got, you definitely gotta go to counseling so people can help you navigate through those puzzles and those labyrinths of in your mind of emotions. But other times, you know, it's like let it go. You gotta let it go. Sometimes you just gotta let it out. Preach. Preach, man, because, like, a lot of the stuff I'm hearing, like, I've never heard my mom and my dad said I love you to each other. But, like, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I know my mom loves my dad. And I know my dad's love my, my dad loves my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's crazy because me going into my relationship, watching this this whole time, not hearing my dad say, oh, I love you. Not hearing my mom say, I love you. I never knew that would affect my relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because being with a person like Crystal, me not doing certain things is affecting her. It's affecting her, but I don't know it because I never saw that in my uh, in, growing, in my, up. growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never heard my dad say, oh, I love you. Knowing that I know my dad loved my mom, but I never saw that. You know what I'm saying? Or I never, like, seen my dad just, you know, being so affectionate with my mom. Exactly. But I knew they loved each other. And We didn't up. see. Okay, go ahead. No, no. And not seeing all that. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, 
it's I, I feel like it's because we didn't see that growing up even like you know in togo i was there till like 11 years old and you was you know what nine so we didn't see people around us even doing that like our family you're not seeing your family like giving their you know significant other hugs or kisses, kisses. or yep. um holding hands none of, we didn't see that growing up um uh, if they were doing it maybe it was like you know behind closed door that we don't know about or even saying oh i love you or you like even in like mlong yeah. like that's not something that's i love you in um anyway but you don't hear anybody around yeah, you just saying that saying expressing that. it all the so time so when we like came here and we see other people do it yeah. it's like culture shock like yeah. it's um, unusual right but then we learn to adapt to it and start trying well trying to like get to the point where we we do it too but it's still a little it's awkward yeah, and it's hard, hard. It's hard. in a way like but it's not that you don't love the person because love is like to me love now is like a yeah. whole different level you yeah know which I mean? is which is what i'm saying like i know my parents love each other i know just because they don't say the word doesn't mean anything to me i know they love each other but like mm-hmm. i never knew like that could affect my relationship you yeah. know what i'm saying and i, I definitely you yeah. know me and in therapy, uh, we realized that, too, like, with our culture, the way, you know, we were brought up, like, he was brought up different than I was, it affected our relationship a lot. Definitely. So, you know, I think it's important. That's why I want to, like, you know, I want my kids to see certain things so when they grow up, they know what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah. I think that's, like, that's a good thing that we brought up because, like, even in my relationship with Emery, like, I know sometimes he brings up like, oh, when we have kids, I hope they know they're going to see their mom and dad kissing all the time because, you know, we're, he's an affectionate person. Mm-hmm. But um, I know like when I think of my mom and dad, like when I think of love, I think of my parents. And when I think of love, it's like a man who's doing what he got to do for the family because that's what my dad does. Like he put in he put in so much work for the family and even though he's not like telling us he loves us all the time or like i mean when i what i remember growing up i used to always be under my dad like that was like my person i was a daddy's girl even now like my dad's calling us every day to check on us my like even though he's not saying hey i love you hey i love you it's more like hey how are you doing hey did you eat today hey do you want me to bring anything to you like you know, that's our I love you to me. Like, mm-hmm. like me asking, I can call my siblings and be like, hey, you good? You you need anything? That's like, oh, I love you. But now I think we've gotten to an age where we can, even sometimes it feels weird, like getting off the phone and being like, I love you. Like, I know Fafa sometimes, like, I'll call him and I'll be like, oh, love you when we hang up. He'll be like, love you too. But that's not something we grow up doing. Even like my friend Annie, who's also African, like, me and her, like, I have American friends where every time we get off the phone, we're like, love you, because, you know, those are my friends, and I love them. But, like, Annie, I know she's different, so I'm like, Annie, love you. I can text her L-O-V-E, and she'll say L-U-V. You know, it's kind of, like, different, but the same at the same time. But it just, like, I think I tell Emery, like, when I look for a man to love me, it's like, I'm trying to, I'm seeing the man who's going to take care of me. Because, I mean, I know I can take care of myself, but it's like, can you take care of me? Are you going to treat me like my dad treated my mom? Like, which is, I don't know. I feel like one day, of course, I want to be a stay-at-home mama. (laughs) 
Like, I don't want to work for free. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, ain't nothing wrong with that. As yeah, long as both of y'all work towards that, where y'all both can just sit in the house. Of course. And, you know, yeah, money like, I want one day for me and him not to be working. Exactly. Like, people working for us. But, like, that's just what I see. Like, love is not just like, oh, I love you. Oh, here's some flowers. Oh, give me a kiss. Do this. But it's like, oh, I'm doing this for us, you know, because that's what we see. Dad, dad did so much for mom, and like I can, I can look at my mom and how she look at my dad, and I just know she, like she loves him. And I know now, the us getting older, I'm like, Dad, buy her some flowers. And mom loves when she gets some flowers, but it's like he's like, No, I'm good. She good. <laughs> and, and hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna shout out to my pops. You know, yes, my mom ain't worked in twenty about twenty years. Yeah. But my mom ain't worked by 20 years, but she's been good. You know what I'm saying? My dad got two jobs, ain't driving Uber and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I could ever be half the man my dad ever was, like, I'll be good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I swear on anything in my life. Yeah. Just being half like, the man he Like, he did so was. much to bring us to America and make sure we was, like, we've never needed for anything. Yeah. You know, that's like, we might have not had all the toys other kids had, but we had each, like, our family is so close. I'll take that over anything else in the world. I would too. And like, Definitely. I feel like my parents had a big deal of that. Like, all they want is for the kids to love each. Like, they help us know what love is from just being our parents. And I know I was gonna get you. <laughs> tissue. Oh yeah, hey, we all we, we be fighting too. Don't don't yeah. get that wrong. All we fight. the time. Yeah, this I don't know, not fighting <laughs> but arguing. Yeah, we argue. About, yeah. I mean, y'all fought before. I mean, when we were younger. Yeah, she used to beat my ass, but I, I'm grown now. You know, I'm grown. That ain't gonna happen no more. Uh, I, put that in. <laughs> I, can, I can still whoop you. <laughs> no, I don't know about all that. Just oh, God. I don't know about all that. I do have one more though. Hold up. Okay. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I'm glad I found Crystal because her mother. <laughs> Her mother is very you ambitious. You glad you found her because her mother. <laughs> shout out to Christelle and Keith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out to y'all <laughs> because she is very ambitious. Like at my birthday party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you want to make money, like I'm not gonna lie. If you want to make money, like Adrian is the person. Adrian, that's Crystal's mother. She's the person to know because no matter what, she know. She know the person that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows she somebody knows that knows everybody. somebody. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so like, Adrian has never uh, met a stranger. Exactly. Never. No. She doesn't know never. any. Like she doesn't know a stranger. Like she'll walk up to you and talk to you and you'll act like you'll think you know her your whole life. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm gonna give her a shout out real quick. I appreciate you, Adrian. But shout out to my mom for, you know, actually, I'm kind of the opposite of how you guys were kind of, like, mm-hmm. how you said you never really seen, like, you know, affection and everything. I was kind of the opposite growing up. So, you know, shout out to my mom for, you know, showing me love, basically, like, in a physical and verbal way. Different way. You know what I mean? And also, like, in her relationship as well. Like, I was able to witness that. So One more question, Okay. So this just came in mind while we were having this conversation. I feel like I should ask. Um, what is one thing or things that you feel like you don't want to deal with in a relationship? I'll answer for me and Emery both. Exes and <laughs> negative energy. You know, like, I think Emery's so big on 
like energy. He's like, oh, I don't want to be around these people because they bring negative energy to our relationship. So that's one thing for us. I think one of the things that um, I don't like in a relationship is the fact that you got to compromise to feel like you're happy. I feel like, you know, when it's genuine and it's really meant for your divine path or it's like really like the true one or I guess, you know, some people question, you know, if it's a true one or not. But like, I honestly feel like if it's really working with your synergy in your life and the way your life is set up, you don't really have to compromise. I think you both can get out of what you want out of the situation, whether it's love, um, affection, money, all that stuff. Like, I feel like you help each other be better because that's really all it's about. It's about procreation or death. And if you're causing death in your relationship or poison and it's not growing, then let it go. And, and, and be man enough or woman enough to let it go. If it's causing procreation, which is life and reproduction and growth, then go ahead and, and, and invest in it and go full force. Don't don't be scared. Just let it all hang out and just go for it. And you'll see the results of it in the long run. That's what I feel. All right. I, I agree with you to an extent, Em. Um, I mean, I don't think it's that extreme to me because it's, it's not just... A to B is C D E F G H I J K elemental P when what it pops up in these situations. You what I mean by that is right. right. <laughs> you know, shout out to Lil Wayne. But um what I mean by that is like it's it sounds that simple, bro, but it's not. You know what I mean? Like there's situations that um you're gonna get into in your relationship where it's not just all about the okay, if I do this, it'll make that person happy, so let me do it. Or I feel like naturally I should do this, so it's going it's not like that, man. Like, when, when we put these kind of, like, limits and we think about this is what it should be, like, I, I think that that's what causes a lot of the issues. Um, I know for me specifically, like, I didn't really necessarily have somebody to kind of give me that model of what a relationship should be. So, like, I kind of learned it as I was going. But the thing that I noticed the most was I appreciated the most when my partner sacrificed for me. I appreciate the most when my partner decided to compromise, like you're saying, um, that we shouldn't really do, <laughs> but compromise for me. Because I felt like if I know that she put something kind of to the side that she felt was not necessarily what she wanted to do, but she did it for me. It made me feel better, and it made the situation better. And then it opened me up to do the same. So I get what you're saying. I kind of agree because, yes, naturally it should come, and eventually it will. But it, it all depends on where you are in your relationship. You know what I mean? It, it's not necessarily time. It's not necessarily how long you've been in, but it's about the growth in your relationship. Um, I know we've been through trials and tribulations that helped us get to that growth and that level to make us make these kind of decisions. Um, and like more recently, honestly, more recently, like, and I mean over like the past, I mean, we've been married 14 years, but over like the past six, seven months, I've seen the growth in my wife and in myself that we naturally do do that. You know what I mean? It's more of, oh, let me second guess. You know what I mean? Let me, let me make sure that what I'm doing is going to make her happy and vice versa. And then that's where the most happiness has come in our relationship. And honestly, it took us 14 years to get here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it did. So it's, it's, it's not something that I think everyone wants to put a label 
and put like a limit and put a time frame and put a, oh, this is what I need to do to be happy. Nah, y'all, just live your life every day. Live it. Look at these moments. Live on these moments and cherish these moments and move forward and make more of those moments that you cherish. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could look back and look at pictures, and I look back at pictures with me and my wife. And I'm like, damn, I remember that day. Yeah, we took that picture, but we were pissed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, now I look back, and I'm looking today, and I, we making memories together that I, I know I could show my kids. Like, yeah, we, we were happy that day. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, that came with growth. So there's no blueprint. There's no A to B. It's going to be built on what you build with that person. But my only advice is just try to build that with the person that you're with now. And, and kind of understand that you are going to go through these trials and tribulations every day. You are going to have to compromise. You are going to go through these things. But what can you do to get past it? And how can you make it to a point that there's happiness and there's peace? Because that's the most important part, y'all. It's the peace. Because mm. that peace will bring everything else in the full circle. And then everybody around you and your environment will see it. Your kids will see it, your family will see it, you will see it, and you, everyone will be at peace around you because you're not going to allow anybody to break that once you got it. And that's what's important. All right? That's it. My fault. If there's no struggle, there's no progress, okay? In the word of Frederick, I think it's Frederick Douglass. Yeah, he said that. If there's, um, if there's no struggle... There's no progress. So, yeah, just, um, guys, honestly, love is a word that we barely, you know, talk about or, like, different people know how to, like, define it in different ways. But at the end of the day, like, do what works for you when it comes to love. It's Black History Month, y'all. I want y'all to, y'all have any quotes from any heroes that y'all want to add or anything? I mean, it's the year of victory, guys. I mean, this is just the new year. We didn't been through a lot, man. But this year is the year of victory. You know, stick to stick to your guns, man. Stick to what you believe in. Stick to your heart's desires. You know, the economy is feeling it. The world is feeling it. Everybody wants to change, but you need to understand it's a new era now, man. It's a new wave of thinking. So go for it. Go with what you believe in. Pick up those old dreams that you gave up and start again. I'll leave you love. Love builds. It is positive and helpful. It is more beneficial than hate. Injuries quickly forgotten, quickly pass away. Personally and racially, our enemies must be forgiven. Our aim must be to create a world of fellowship and justice where no man's skin, color, or religion is held against him. Love thy neighbor is a preset which could transform the world if it was universally practiced. It conates brotherhood, and to me, brotherhood of man is the noblest concept in all human relations. Loving your neighbor means being interracial, interreligious, and international. Mary McLeod Bethune. That was deep. And just remember, our lives begins to end the day we stop, the day we become silent about things that matters. MLK. Yep. Yeah. Well, I got a Barack one for you. Please do. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs>
Thank you guys so much for listening. There's definitely going to be a part to, to this because there definitely needs to be more conversation to have about this. So we're going to leave it for today. Thank y'all so much for your love and your support. If y'all have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit us up on lovelifeafter18 at gmail.com or hit us up on our social media at lovethatlifeafter. And if y'all have any comments regarding this episode, be sure to leave that below, okay? And follow us and subscribe if you have not already done so. As Harriet Tubman once said, we out. Peace. Crystal Clear Services. <laughs> <laughs>